welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, we have a special episode this week where we go back in time and we find out all about Acheron's history. And I get to play a PC for the very first time ever in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. So don't skip through this. I promise it's going to be quick. And now I remember why I did these intros is because I like to do them. Yeah, they do take a while. And a lot of people said they don't listen to them. So what I'm going to do is try to make them really quick, give you the information you need, and go right to the episode. So first up, this week's episode is a special episode. Vanessa wanted to do it. She wrote the whole thing. And everything you hear, 95% of it made up on the fly. We just had a very general outline of what we were going to say and do. She gave that to us, and then we did the rest, well, as you hear. Next up, we're going to be at PaizoCon, and make sure you check out the YouTube channel for Roll for Combat. Just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com. We have a couple of episodes. At Friday, from 4 to 8 p.m. Pacific, we have Jeweled the Indigo Isles Adventure in Rumplank live stream. This will, this will also be in the Paizo Twitch stream as well. Mark Seifter is actually writing an adventure. I know nothing about it, and I will be playing one of the Iconics, from Rumplank, which is the Jewel of the Indigo Isles adventure path that I designed. In addition, we'll have No Nat One, Vanessa Hoskins, and Linda Zayas Palmer all playing as well. So we're going to be playing level one characters. You're going to find a little bit about Jewel of the Indigo Isles. You'll find a little bit about Rumplank, and you'll get to see what Mark is like as a GM, which I've actually never seen. So this is going to be fun. So once again, that is 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, Friday, May 27th on the Paizo Twitch stream or the Roll for Combat YouTube. The other one to check out is Saturday, May 28th. We have three things going on, one right after another, that you can find on the Roll for Combat YouTube channel. And it starts off at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. First up, we have online content creation, question and answer, with myself, Mark Seifter, Nonat One, and Vanessa Hoskins, where we're going to talk about how to create, well, pretty much anything online, role-playing specific. We'll have Nonat talk about what he does, we'll have Vanessa talking about her experience with No Direction, and then I'll have myself talking about, you know, doing live streams and doing actual plays and so forth. That's at 11. Then at 12, right afterwards, we have Creating a Winning Monster for RPG Superstar. That'll be with myself, Mark Seifter, and maybe Vanessa as well, because Vanessa's one of the judges. So I figured it would be nice to have her on as well. So we're going to talk about how to create a winning monster for RPG Superstar, and we might have some information about the new contest coming out very soon. So check that out. And finally, this is the one, if you're only going to see one thing, make sure you see this one. At 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Saturday, May 28th, we have BattleZoo 2022 Future Products, Spoilers, and Question and Answer. That will be with myself and Mark. We're going to go through all the new products coming out later this year. One of them's kind of been announced. We know about the BattleZoo Bestiary, Strange and Unusual. But there's several other new products. You're going to want to see this. We'll also answer questions. It's going to be a gigantic spoiler Q&A, massive session. Check that out once again, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, May 28th. And you can see that on the Roll for Combat YouTube channel. By the way, if you're going to PaizoCon, you can also go to these. 
Uh, these are all in Cascade Room 7, so check those out. And then on Sunday, I have nothing planned. What I'm planning on doing is maybe I'll just do some live streaming or something while I'm actually there. I guess I should probably set up my phone to, like, you know, stream to YouTube. But I might do some live streaming. I might do something with Nonad, maybe something with Mark. Who knows? Wherever I can find there, I'll just, like, do some recordings and give you guys a little behind the scenes of PaizoCon. Although, I don't know what it's going to be like this year because usually PaizoCon is really awesome and tons of fun and totally nuts. But, obviously, with uh, COVID, I know a lot less people are going. So... I presume next year will be the year of insanity. I have a feeling this year is going to be kind of like Gen Con was. Gen Con was fun, but really, really quiet. As opposed to this year, where it sold out in three hours, and there is, like, no rooms anywhere. And I have a feeling Gen Con this year is going to be insanity. And I have a feeling that's what's going to happen next year, is that this is kind of the quiet year for PaizoCon, and then next year will be the insanity year. But I will be there, Mark will be there, obviously Nonad will be there, Vanessa will be there, and many other people. So make sure you check that out. And of course, for some reason, if you don't get to see this live, you will be able to see it on the Roll for Combat YouTube channel. Once again, just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com, do subscribe, and you will get all the latest information. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, the performers cleared out the old forest tower and communed with its Aeon Orb. But while there, they discovered a strange secret. The creature murdering the citizens of Carrick is none other than a night hag and, and possibly Oteron's mother? This revelation has shaken the performers to their core, but no more than Oteron, who is getting ready to share dark secrets from their past with their companions. While on their way to Carrick to confront this night hag, the companions sit around the fire as Oteron gathers the inner strength needed to open themselves and bear their burdens, bear their soul, bear their past. Join us on this week's episode of Roll for Combat's Three Ring Adventure. So Oteron has a black cloth down in front of them. They're seated on a rock that was nearby where we put the fire together. And on that cloth, there's a few candles that they've lit, a few different spices that they have, a few herbs. They're holding a file as well as a couple needles that are prepared with special unguents and oils as they're working on moving rune still. And Oteron just looks up and says, if you could pass me more water, Darius, we're going to be in Carrick tomorrow, and uh, I want to give a little background in case things get personal, please. Um, so, um, Water, please, if I could, before I begin. Um, thank you. Uh, of course, of course. And Darius will get, fill a mug with water, and uh, hand it to Oteron. Well, please, you know, share what you, share what you can. Any edge in a fight like this would be appreciated. Yeah, and... And things are absolutely going to get personal. <laughs> I mean, combat usually is, and Alhara cracks her knuckles. Yes, I mean, I, I am sure you will be of great help. And even if it is not my mother, this is some night hag of considerable ability, it seems like. But I feel like if it is my mother, things are... Well, I, I've wanted to avoid, especially after all the... And it is my own bias against the druids we encountered, but maybe more why, as well as what I went through as I grew up. And Otteron stares into the fire as they begin to speak of their tale. 
And as we see the fire reflected in their eyes, we get closer and closer and we see the, the violet of their eyes and suddenly Alteron blinks. And when they open their eyes, it's the face of a different person staring into the flames in a hearth in a small stone cabin. In the distance, we can hear perhaps an owl chasing some small creature through the underbrush, ending its life as the moon pours in through the window and down onto down onto a bed where a grotesque looking woman lies writhing and biting down on a small piece of wood then suddenly the screaming of life being introduced to the world amidst pain and blood and water the child show me my daughter Mistress, there's been a problem. Problem? The daughter. She's alive, isn't she? This is no daughter. What? A filthy male. Get the blood and sweat out of your eyes. You don't know what you speak of. See for yourself before I take it outside. This is an ill omen. Give it here, wretched thing. The disgusting night hag, covered in viscera and sweat and blood, looks over the child, screaming in its face. And sure enough, this is no female. Ugh. What is this thing? I... Ugh. Disgusting male? Oh, how Dare I be burned with such a creature? It is a pox upon our coven. Please let me take it outside and dispose of it for good. No! No. Uh, as much as I hate this thing, this vile creature, it is bad luck to kill something so young that comes from one of my ilk. Instead... Take it to the shade of the Uskwood. Let those druids deal with it. The human boy child. They can do with it as they wish. Those fools. Will they not be suspicious of a hag giving away a human child? They're too stupid to know. They'll find it. Raise it as their own. Just leave it in the woods. Call out to them and vanish. They won't know where it came from. They're human after all. The midwife hag bundled the small human in rags and ran into the forest with them. As she approached the edge of the Oskwood druid's territory, she looked around, and then with a shine in her eye, a wicked grin and a wink, the hag vanished from sight. Invisible, she laid the bundled babe on top of a fallen tree, then called out like an owl. She crept into the forest, still invisible, and waited for someone to approach. Soon after, a tall albino man with white hair and black eyes, dressed in robes of spiderwebs, crept up to the log and observed the silent babe. He bent down and sniffed. A hag. Maybe it was a wheat. He looked up at the sky, observing the full moon. Ah, so this is her child. The man took the baby bundled in rags, and departed for his kin in the woods. We pull out 
through thick trees and cobwebs, over the tops of the tree dome, and up into the night sky. As a cloud passes in front of us, suddenly we're back down in the forest on a sunlit day, sitting in the shade. A young child sits at the base of a tree. In front of him is a fallen log covered in moss. A branch protrudes from the log, and on it sits a black feathered bird with a long pointed beak. It eyes the child curiously, while the child draws symbols in the dirt with a stick. Two men watch the child intently. One is dressed in elk skins with an antlered helm, the other in robes of spun spiderwebs. Tell me of the child, Renium. The child? Oh, he's been nothing but trouble. I try and try, yet he always appears to be distracted, always appears to be wandering off, never focusing on his studies, doesn't want to learn the druidic arts. I keep trying to show him our ways, yet he's so occupied with animals and creatures of the night. All he does is wander and think and dream and doesn't attend to his studies. Is this child useful for something? All children have a purpose. This one, we will figure it out in time. In one place, he does seem to have an aptitude. He seems to be friendly with crows. One he's very friendly with, almost as if they understand each other. The raven, you say? Yes, the raven. The bird spends a lot of time around Renium, but the boy hasn't been able to commune with it at least not proper communication, but they seem to have an unspeakable bond of some sort. I'm sure that can come in use. The birth of this boy is different and bewildering. It could be a sign. I believe this bird is not normal. There's something strange about it. Keep an eye on it and of the child. Oh, I shall, I shall. If something happens that maybe indicate something special is manifested in the child, let me know. Of course, of course. The child looks from the two men back to the raven, and then perplexed. That's wrong. The child notices that the raven is staring at the two men and holding perfectly still. Oh, damn. The one with the antlers is the one I told you about. The one who's trying to train me. The, the other one comes around sometimes. I... I think he's the boss, but um, he, he doesn't talk to me. The raven scratches his talons on the log, scraping up moss, but never taking his eyes off the pair of adults. Suddenly, the two adults turn to look at the raven. He caws and flaps his wings, losing a long black feather that falls at the child's feet. The raven launches into the air and flies above the treetops. The child picks up the black raven feather and gently strokes it in awe then looks up and sees symbols scratched in the log's moss, symbols that match the ones they were scratching in the dirt. For a moment, the symbols glow violet. As the shine of violet leaves the boy's eyes, he looks up into the trees, looking for the raven, seeing the last bits of his feathers as they clear the treetop. The raven flies high above the trees, through some low-flying clouds, and we lose him for a moment and then pick him up again in a dive as he 
travels down quickly through the trees, dodging cobwebs, and then rears back, slowing down in a swoop to land on a tree branch, where he stops and he stares at four figures traveling slowly through the forest, where shafts of intermittent sunlight provide poor illumination of the foliage below. Occasional cobwebs hint at the dangers found in this part of the forest, but the four travel deeper still. The raven is not concerned about these dangers, though. The raven is focused on one young man with violet eyes walking behind the other three. So what what are we looking for again? We're looking for a shrub with sharp pointy nettles and we just need sap. Is that what we're doing? I mean, uh, seems pretty easy, even for us. I mean, we're not exactly the sharpest sticks in the branch, you know what I mean? But I think we could do this. What do you think, Purple Eyes? Yes. You want, uh, it's part of a shrub. There are pointed ends. There's nettles upon it. But we are not after that. We are after the sap. We need the sap of it. It is useful in many alchemical components. We have to be careful here. Ah, what does the grave root look like again? That is what we are looking for. Out of the shadows comes a gnome whose hair looks greasy and black and colored like the forest, but it's not dirt. His hair shifts and changes. He's a chameleon gnome. His name is Yarator of Ridwan. It's the sap we need. I can find it. All that matters is one of us finds it, else we are all in trouble. But first we will have to survive to get back there. Why does the dishwasher talk to us? Oh, behave, Eliotti. Be nice to our purple-eyed friend. He means well. And if anyone should be able to find this sappy needle thing, it's you. Aren't you, like, part sappy needle? I mean, you are my leshy. I can find other pine. Graveroot is not like me. Fine, fine. Oh, is this is going to take all day. Oh, did anyone bring anything to eat? I'm sick and tired of roots and berries and leftover meats. Those druids, they treat us like garbage. We live in the forest. You should get used to berries. I have breads and some cheeses from the kitchen, if you wish. Ooh, does it still have the mold on it? No, I keep my food clean. Oh, I like the mold. Okay, handsome over, Ren. Ren does. So what is the point of this again? I, I never quite understood this. We're supposed to just... To do as you're told. I know. This is so stupid, though. Looking for plants and needles, and we're always talking to things and killing things, and... Ugh. This is like... Do not sign up for this. What did you want to do? You want to be part of the circle, do you not? Part of your rituals will always require these kind of complex components, let alone you will not always be able to rely on magics. You will have to be able to prepare the different mm, elixirs and tonics. That's why I have my little fur. He was made just to do this for me. He runs my errands. And hopefully, when I'm a powerful druid, I'll have you run my errands for me too. I will serve you, master. See? You guys can take notes from him. Yes, of course. Yeah. I think Renium rubs a bit of Chilagosh's head 
and just kind of side-eyes them as, as they look between the others. We need to be close. The likelihood of more death webs is possible in this part of the Uskwood. I don't know how much the rest of you are forced out to task, but this area is more dangerous than perhaps you think. This is just another test. It is important. Maybe you're not used to the tests as much as others, but this is... Considering they sent us out as a group, think about what they want. Think about what the intent is. Oh, I know what it is. I'm doing lots of tests. I'm always cleaning the pans. I'm always cleaning up the stables. I'm always cleaning up after the animals. All I seem to be doing is cleaning and gathering and fetching. This is just another one of those tests. I think all they want to do is put us into internal servitude for them. Our time will come, master. Oh, I can't wait. And that I'm going to make sure the people that we train, they are going to serve us. And oh boy, I'm going to have the stickiest, most disgusting, grossest food every night. They're going to spend all night scrubbing pans and cleaning up the kitchen. Yes. Yaritur draws his sharp bow and knocks it and then slinks into the shadows, rolling his eyes at this guy. Wow. <laughs> What's that over there? Is there a clearing I see over there? It's probably lots of plants over there. <laughs> I mean, I am a druid. Might as well start using the druid powers. Renium rolls their eyes. Come on, fellers. Come on, L. Let's go. As the four approach the clearing, they see that all the bushes seem to stop 30 or 40 feet short of a large single stone in the center of the clearing. A few larger stones seem to have broken off of it from time to time and lay about here and there. But at the bottom of this large stone with a, a great slope to it, a great slant like it was some sharp canine or other piercing tooth. At the base is a thorny bush, the very same that they were just searching for. Thorny bush, I see it! There we go. It's time to use those amazing druidic abilities you're boasting about. That's right, druidic abilities. Here we go. If you can collect the pieces, I will draw this up for you. I have vials and the materials prepared. Sanius just saunders on up right to the plant. Not looking around, doesn't have a care in the world. <laughs> Walking right up to the big old rock. It's probably fine. Yeah. You know what? It's a big clearing. They can see everything. There's a huge rock. It's a tiny little plant with some needles. Yep. Big deal. Renium is staying close to the tree and bush line, trying to, you know, make sure there's nothing coming from around them. But more isn't interested in putting themselves up in the front either. Yeah. Varator is hiding in this tree tree cops here and keeping an eye out and and stealthing during this uh downtime here well that you know exploration mode elioti will keep you safe master sanamos has their shears out ready to cut the plant the druid business of clipping hedges that's right <laughs> gotta use those shears i see a shrubbery Time to cut the shrubbery down. 
these Esquidian druids are not that evil. As Sonomus reaches in with his shears, he bumps the plant, which shimmers for a moment. And all of a sudden, this, this bush that looked like it had, oh, I don't know, like sort of shiny black branches and, and shiny black roots the branches start to move all on their own. They start to shimmer and undulate. And that is when Sonimus realizes that this bush is absolutely covered with spiders. Oh, great. Oh, no. Roll for combat! There is a big old spider swarm in that bush. Okay. Wow. So I get to officially do my first complaining as a PC. I'm last in initiative? Really? Really? <laughs> last? Come on. I saw the spiders. I went right up to it. I should be the first one. Sonimus has a sudden moment of panic as he realizes that his bravado was poorly placed and <laughs> he is probably about to die, making him panic in error. We should have brought a dead horse so you could be faster than it. Well, you know, shears versa. Swarm spiders, always prepared to die. To die? All right, cool. So first up is Yarder of Ridwan. I'm going to hold until after my good friend, Mr. Druid Ability. Oh, well, okay. You might be holding for a while. Next is Renium. Okay. Renium, you know, knows they have a bit of magic, but has not exposed that to the others. Either way is uh, drawing out... A sling and let's see how close are we to this okay within 50 feet so Renium kind of like spins the sling in their hand and then tosses a large sling pebble I will target roll the 15 plus 4 is a 19 yeah, that absolutely hits. Uh, so the the sling bullet hits the hits the bush, and even though it's a little harder to hit the spiders while they're in a bush, it absolutely just strikes true. For one damage. Pathetic. Wow, one bludgeoning damage. You knock several several leaves off of that bush and actually deal no damage. Good job, Renium. <laughs> yeah, we can we can see why he's on this trip. Yeah. Hey, you almost got me. All right. Watch where you're throwing that thing. I, I'm sorry. This is the best I can do. Why are you so far away? Why are you both like 50 feet away? The tree's over here. Ooh, nat 20, oh. but minus one for oh a 19. <laughs> uh, that is absolutely a hit. Roll a critical damage. One times oh, one is God. two. Oh my gosh, two? One two times two is two. Hey, guess what two bludgeoning does to a spider swarm? Absolutely nothing. Tickles them? Ooh. All right. You, you, you swing the, the sling so well, it snaps off a branch of the bush onto the ground, but still doesn't actually damage the spiders. Yeah, this is why Renium is not a druid. All right. With, uh, I think, the last action... We had we had one to pull out the sling, so I think I think you're done. Oh, that's true. All right, that's the end of my turn. Cool. So after that, from the back side of this very large rock that no one bothered checking, like the the shady side of the rock, crawls up to the top of it a pretty darn big hunting spider. 
Now this thing is medium size, so it's about the size of a large dog. Alright, so it crawls up the back and then it's going to continue its way down the side of this rock. And once it gets there, hmm, once it gets down, it's got a nice clear shot at, oh, Sonimus Pant and Eliot Fur. You know what? Let's... There's cover from that tree. It's a little bush and... And they're gonna hit the spider swarm. Yeah, yeah, there, exactly. There was a branch protecting you, but Renium just snapped it off. And so now there's no cover. But it spits out a big old clob of web at little Sominous Pant there. Boo. Ooh, 18 on die, 23 Ooh. to hit. You are immobilized and stuck to the nearest surface until you escape. I, I, I refuse to escape, to, to accept that. <laughs> it's just one spider. It's fine. Yarder, you're up. All right. Yarder sees this really gross spider, the bigger one, and declares <gasps> it his prey. Hunt prey. Dun, dun, dun. That's action one, to hunt the prey. And now I'm going to... Ooh, what's that? What's this? What's this? I will cast Gravity Weapon. Ooh. And sorcels his bow for a minute. Cool. Making his shot super double good. How about, how about that? And now those are two actions I have done. Yep. And the first time you hit your hunted prey around, I deal an extra D8 precision damage if I hit it. Yep. Also, because this spider is, is my hunted prey, there's no penalty for the second range increment, which it is in. How about that? Now I'm going to... That's really cool. Select that spider. All right, take your shot. And I'm going to take the shot. How many hero points do I have? Just, you know, just asking for no reason. Everyone has one hero point as standard. <laughs> okay. And... Hey, look, I could be a jerk and say, you're evil druids of the Uskwood. There's nothing heroic about that. No heroes about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I, I'll, I'll still give you the point. All right. Here it comes. Ooh. Well, how about that hero point? Sure. Here it comes. I spend hero point expenditure. Is there a... Here we go. Kablam. Reroll 14. Slightly better. But this is a hit by six whole points. So there you go. Oh. Okay, now the damage is going to be great. This should be good. It should be 2d6, but okay. It didn't, I guess that, that didn't... That's fine. Roll another d6. There you go. So there's your extra damage. That wasn't great. 11 damage I mean, for you, Spidertron. It's, it was enough to kill it. Woo! Woo! Actually, the six did it. You didn't even need all the extra bonus stuff, but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Renium gives you a quick nod. You, from the shadow, a shadowy gnome's head also nods. Yeah, this, so there's this, like, all of a sudden there's this twang, and then an arrow just sprouts out of the spider's head, cleaving its many eyes in two, and the spider immediately falls off the rock and plops on the ground with a crunch. Get the nettles and go, you druid i don't know if you can see it but i'm using finger quotes i can't because you're so far away hiding in the bush i don't even know where you are in fact i mean and protecting you forever i'm somewhere behind you in the shadows. yes behind me where you should be it's always right. behind me always behind us never in the front yes you first never leading 
leading from the back. That's stupid. In the rear with the gear, they say. (laughs) All right, next is the daring spider swarm. So the spider swarm starts to swarm out over... It starts to swarm out over the the bush and over Sonomous Rex and his little leshy. So it doesn't move. No. No spiders. Get away. Get away. It does swarming bites. No. They miss automatically since I am a druid. (laughs) They would never bite one of their own. See? Minimum damage. One point of piercing damage to both of you. And I need you both to make me a reflex save. Reflex save? I was born for reflex saves. You both feel a bit itchy, but nothing worse for wear. But guess what? I have another action. I'm going to use Swarming Bites again. Yeah, you'd really think druids would have like a wilderness whatever to protect them from that. Right. So two points of piercing damage for the both of yous. And make me another reflex save. Ooh, success. Success for L.E.O.T. Sonomous Rex. Ooh, failure. All right. So you have fallen victim to spider swarm venom. You're going to take a point of poison damage and you're enfeebled one. Mm. There you go. And you're enfeebled one. All right, cool. Uh, And that is the spider swarm as it swarms over you, biting and biting and getting under all your clothes, little tiny spiders. Elioti fur. Elioti has a forked branch that comes to a point and is hardened with resin and fire. And he only knows how to do one thing, and that is power attack. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. All right, the bush. All right, 21 to hit. Nice. Oh, yeah, absolutely hits. Okay, and here comes damage. Swing and squish a bunch of spiders, perhaps. What, 2d10? Power attack, 16 points of damage. How are you rolling d10s? Great pick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only you. All right, 2d10, that's impressive. So you hit, you deal 16 (laughs) points of piercing damage, but you only deal... 11 points of piercing damage and you actually you hit with such force that it like like you squish a lot of spiders but mostly it just sends them flinging away and kind of scattering like it's it's such a big there's like a, a pounding sound when it hits the ground the low rumble is the dirt shakes and sod flies everywhere and these little spiders just start to scatter the swarm is almost completely dissipated you have one action left I am going to use it to step out of the swarm. I think I know where the swarm's going to be, so I will step just a little bit outside of it. Great. Come back here, you coward! You're supposed to be protecting me! I am here with you, master! (laughs) You're supposed to be getting these bites, not me! It is Sonomous Pants' turn, finally. Oh, (laughs) finally! Everything's happening to me! Everything's coming up Sodomous Pants. I can't move. I'm enfeebled. I'm poisoned. I got nothing. I got nothing except tree. Save me. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? Protector tree. A medium-sized tree suddenly grows in an unoccupied square within rage. The tree will protect me. That's right. Tree of woe. Unoccupied wow. square. Let's Whoa. Put that like, I don't know, like 
Like behind, like right behind you, just outside of the spider swarm. Well, I can't put it in the site because it has to be unoccupied. Unoccupied. Right, that's right. That's right. So, um, you know what? Actually, I'm going to put it like right here. Wait. That's right. You can. Yeah, I'm going to put it right there because then if it's going to probably try to get both of us. Yeah, right in between yourself and your little lushy yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, cool. That's two actions as. So what is the what does the tree do? So this is the spell protector tree, which I'm unfamiliar with. Whenever an ally adjacent to the tree is hit by a strike, the tree interposes its branches and takes the damage first. That's pretty cool. It's a tree shield, if you will. It just sits there and takes a beating, and I get to keep on living. That is actually super cool. I'm all about the minion. Nice. This is actually a super cool spell. I'm, I'm so happy that you've introduced me to it, and I am going to be growing trees everywhere someday when I play a druid. So that is fantastic. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right, because I didn't build this character. Lauren did, but Lauren knows what I like. I know you like it silly, so I tried to make it really on theme. Well, sillier oh the better. One action left. Well, this planting tool, time to kill them spiders dead. Not oh, much no. else I can do. <laughs> Can't move. Shear them spiders. All right. Make your attack roll. Go, go, gadget. Attack. A six. A hit. Ha ha. Oh, that's definitely a hit. Oh, yeah. Is that a critical hit? It is not. It is. Wait, you know what? Uh, no, it's not. Because oh. these are these are not. I did three points. Plus one for my strength. Minus one for enfeebled. Three points of slashing damage. Three points of slashing damage. How many spiders did I kill with that? Three. You killed three out of the three swarm. Three spiders. <laughs> out of how many? Out of four? There's probably like a hundred left. Probably like a hundred left. Well, Several hundred have fled and there's like maybe a hundred left. I can do this all day. It's like three little tiny baby spiders, like the super itsy bitsy ones that are like the head of a pin size, like those little tiny ones. Hey, purple eyes, little roly poly dude, get over here and save me. Get out of the tree. Stop playing over there. But before you do that. Oh, the poison, the poison. Oh, no. Oh, oh well, no. we're going to get to that in a moment. Oh, no, that happens on their turn. It happens on their turn. But two other spiders start to descend from the treetops. Uh -oh. One right near you. Like, Renium, you notice as you turn around, kind of right above Yarder, just right behind him. He probably doesn't even see oh, it yet. No. And another one that is not too far off. Ha! That's what you get for sitting in the back in the rear with the gear. Uh-oh. But you're, you're able to see the one that is behind Yarder, it's going to get him before he notices it. He hasn't seen it yet. What would you like to do? Renium turns quickly and says, another one in the, in the bush. And Renium, Renium looks to a few rocks nearby the bush, glances to Chilagosh, and then chants very quickly, Arula Vodic! And will cast Telekinetic Projectile. Gesundheit! <gasps> Which would be the first time they've spellcasted. Ooh. Very cool. For an attack roll of 12. <laughs> so for reference, this is the first time in Renium's entire life that they have casted a spell. Yes. And in public. No one 
Yeah, no one. They had practiced, but no one knew. In their bed, this was the first Arula Vodic. The very first to try to help a friend, companion. Yeah, definitely. Ally. I was. I was never mean to Renium. I just. I'm oh, your friend. That's true. Yeah, I'm your friend. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, you miss. So the object flies past the spider, doesn't even hit the the web line that it's falling down on. You know that it's it's lowering itself from, uh, and just completely misses. The first of many. Yeah, and then. First of many. Let's see. In order, because they know there's another spider coming from the north. There is there's another one up in the tree there. They're going to move down 15 feet. I should also warn you, these look bigger and tougher than the other spider. It's like, it's like they keep coming for us. They, they do. Y'all are making quite a bit of racket now. All right. I see it on my turn. Oh, well, I got my tree to protect me and my lushy with a great pick. I don't know how the Lushy's doing 2d10 and I do 1d4. What's going on here? I feel like I got the short end of the deal here. Uh-huh. This is what you grew me for, master. Who's the master here? <laughs> but you have a tree you have a tree shield. How about that? That's that that is true. I do have a tree shield. So one interesting thing is that they have this ability called descend on a web. It uh -huh. happens during initiative. They, yeah, I know how that works. Oh, it's also one action, but yeah, but it's like it's the only ability that actually happens on initiative that I'm aware of. It it can, yeah, but anyway, so they're going to use it right now to descend right next to Yarder. So they they come down from the tops of the tree, landing right behind Yarder, and then start to snap at him. Ooh. With their fangs, they're gonna they're gonna do that fang. Good thing you got a bow out to kill the spider. Ra oh. oh, that does not look good. Oh, twenty-six. Oh, that's not a hurt. crit, but a hit. All right, so you're gonna take seven points of piercing damage as it just oh. crunches into you, and I also need you to make a oh, fortitude no. save. I'm glad I'm over here with the tiny ones. Fortitude. There you go, fortitude save. Against the hunting spider venom. Huh? 17 is not bad. Oh. oh. You take two points of poison damage and you are flat-footed. Right, the virtual d20 looked Ooh. like poison. Mm -hmm. Being all purple and black. And it was... Yeah, I like it. It made me so happy. I really want to see that die more. Uh-huh, that's a module. Oh, uh, boo All right, and that was only its second action. Guess what? I get another one. Yay. I'm glad I'm over here with the tiny ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see this another attack. Ooh. Whew, Bad miss. miss. All right. Now we're at the, the simple hunting spider, that first one that is already dead, but somebody's poisoned. Make a fortitude save. Who? Mr. Pants. Mr. Pants a lot? Is, is is a four good? For an eleven? No. No? No. 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 Okay. What what happens? It is stage two. Stage you two. 
let me see. Hold on a second. This is tiny make baby sure spiders right crawl out of your skin. Oh, oh. that's when you eat bubble yaba. That's 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 not when you. Oh. That's when you have all the. That's the witch that lives at the north part of the Esquid. Oh yeah. Did you ever have those rumors when you were a kid? If you had bubble yaba and there would be like spider eggs in it. Yeah, I remember. It's the it's the spider swarm venom. That's why I was like, why isn't this venom the same? There we go. You take a d4 of poison, two points of poison damage, and you are uh, continue to be enfeebled one. I don't believe it. I believe it. All right, cool. Next is Yarder. You have just been bitten by a very large, scary-looking spider. This is the worst. This is the worst day of my life. I, I step. I'm going to step. Oh, no. Why am I measuring? Stop measuring. Okay, and then I hunt prey on this one. Eat, eat hunt, prey. I think you're supposed to hunt prey and then eat it. Right. Yeah, true. I just want to love it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't get a good rate. breakfast, are you really gonna be like in the the right physical shape to hunt? And... Oh, I'm praying right now. Let me tell you, praying to spiders right, eat my friend so I can escape. And precision will be involved after I shoot it. And my gravity bow is still gravitating. All right, here we go. Oh, Ooh. look at that. 26. A solid oh, hit. The arrow just flies thunk, right into it. Roll me some damage. Uh, there it is. 11 damage. Very nice. The efficient hunting spider takes 11 points of damage and looks pretty wounded. Did that get your gravity weapon too? It did. Oh, yeah. That's what gravity the extra D8 was. Well, it wasn't the extra D8. It was your precision. No, no. The extra D8 is your precision. Oh, right. The gravity is... Oh, wait, maybe it didn't do it. It didn't do it. I don't know why. So It's supposed to be 2d6. I'll give you another d6. Yeah, just give me another d6. Five. So that's 16 damage. This is like 90% of the spells do what they're supposed to do automatically. All right. So, yeah, yeah 16 damage. It, it is. It's looking pretty bad. Like, it bit you hard, but you shot it harder. And, and you hit it right in its carapace, and there is hemolymph leaking out. It's, it's pretty gritty. Oh, I got it. And they, I, I got it right in the hemolymph, I yell. Oh, my God. And you have one action left. I'm starting to regret teaching you all that word. No, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I stepped, I shot, and that's... Oh, yeah, one action left, huh? All right, well... One action left. I'm going to move away a little bit, but not too far from my good friend Rennie here. Right. Well, my, my My tolerable companion. Right. Who's good at, you know, emptying bedpans and turning down the, the cot. Turn, he, he always puts a little piece of delicious cinnamon stick on my on my pillow before I go to bed. Hanging in the hammock in just the right tree. All right, cool. So you retreat behind your friend Rinium so that he'll get attacked next. Very nice. Well, I thought Rinium goes, no? Okay. And I'll say, leave, go. No, we have to do this. Fly, you fool. And take me with you. <laughs> I'm talking to your bird, by the way. <laughs> so next up is the daring spider swarm that dares to stay and continue eating Sonomous Rex, and will do so. Now, because Sonomous Rex is still in this area, it's just going to keep on eating. Where do you keep getting Rex from? I don't know. It sounds better than pant. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's in my head as Sonomous Rex. I don't know why. I like that. It's pretty cool. King Sonomous. My friends call me Sonomous Rex. I mean, My enemies probably. call me Sodomous Pant. That's, that's, that's the nickname. I'm just going to use Swarming Bites three times. Now, this tree of yours, 
Can it block all three of these swarming bites? Yes, whenever an ally is hit by a strike. Are these strike? Whenever. Okay. This is not this isn't really a strike, but I'll I'll allow it because you put the tree up specifically to guard you against these things. It's brushing them off me constantly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they swarming over you more and more and it keeps just like yeah, brushing them off of you so they can't quite bite you. And instead they just chomp into this tree's leaves, diminishing it. So it's gonna take three points of piercing damage. Okay. It's got seven hit points left. It's going to use Swarming Bites again and take two piercing damage. It's half dead. Your tree's got a termite problem. <laughs> it does. And then the last one is four points of piercing damage. It's got one hit point left. Go, tree, go. But it's still up. That's right. Still up. Right, cool. Doing its job. And I did make a slight mistake. I was supposed to do the poison on the spider swarm's turn instead of the other one. So just pretend it just happened now. Boo-earns. <laughs> That's right. Eliodi Fur, you are up. Eliodi, kill this thing! Power attack. Stand aside, master. I mean, his turn is after you. Did you want to delay? Or... Oh, okay. Whew. 20 against the daring spider swarm. Yeah, absolutely a hit. Get once again, pounding the ground and just like upsetting the spiders as they all scatter and flee. Let's see how much damage it is. Just because yeah, it's not? fun to just roll the dude. Yeah. It is. Uh, 15. Ooh. That is 15 times as many hit points as it had. Uh, and the Daring Spider Swarm is no more. The few remaining spiders that survive ha are now scattering into the grass, trying to make new homes and recover as they no longer have an easy source of food. It is dangerous to remain there. Good job, minion. I live to serve. I'll keep living. I'm going to move up <laughs> into a defensive position to intercept any spiders coming after Sonomus. Yes. All right. Very good. Next, the commanding hunting spider. What? It's a commanding hunting spider. How many so it, spiders are there? It commands it. You're in the middle of like spider central in the forest, man. I would have seen these spiders. I'm a druid. I'm one with forest and nature and all that crap. Doubt. Doubt. It's going to spend one action lowering itself to the ground and probably two more to just start running up and biting things. There we go. So it uh, spends one action to lower itself to the ground and then it scuttles over to Eliotifur, Fur looking for, uh, I'm not sure, some sap to drink or something. Perhaps. Why like spider attack a leshy? It's a creature. It's moving around. It's, it, it thinks it's a predator and wants to take it down. I'm plump. It's like thinks it's his friend. It probably jumps on top of it and says, "Giddy up, giddy up." Yeah, it's not that kind of show. Uh, but no, it's it's gonna go over and it's it it, it really wants. It, yeah, it's gonna put down this other competitor, this other predator in its territory that it thinks it needs to get rid of. Sonomous Pant, you're up. <gasps> I'm up. Am I still sticky and immobilized? How long does that last? Until you escape from it. What? Yeah. What? I gave you reach spell, though. You don't even have to move. That's right. I don't got a lot of things, though. <laughs> that protector tree is is uh, it's kind of what I got here. I got... Uh, you have gouging claw. I got gouging claw. That's touch, though. The claw. Not when it's a reach spell. Really? How far can it go? 30 feet as a reach spell. Oh. Use one action. Cast at 30 feet. Gouging claw. All right. I will use... The claw. 
That must look so grotesque to use with reach. Yeah. Oh, you temporary morph your limb into a clawed oh, appendage. Oh, gross. Make a melee spell attack roll against your target's AC. Ooh, love it. It probably looks like a, a sharp branch or root from your arm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like a woody claw. Yeah. I almost, I almost think of it like, not envy, it's like a, a lust from Full Metal Alchemist, where like your wooden claws, like fingernails, just shoot out and try and stick the thing. Oops. So. Yeah. 17. That looks like a miss. That is a miss. What? That's a miss. What? Uh, I told you. These are big, strong spiders. Big, strong spider. Here comes the hero point. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hey! you clinched it by one. I came close. Oh, my God. I came close to a crit, and I came close oh. to a one. And instead was a hit. Woohoo! The 3D dice giveth, and they taketh away. I have no idea what the damage is. Oh, nine points of damage. Take that. Really good. Is that all three actions? Because That's all three actions? This. Oh, man. But you get to do it here while you're still covered in webs and can't get off the ground. So That's you know. cool. I'm cool. And I got my tree next to me. It's probably got like its leaves and branches stuck in me because I'm like covered in stuff. Yeah. I'm spitting out spiders. <laughs> Baby spiders. Rinium, you are up. How bad does Yaratar look? I I definitely have a like a wound that looks like it's got some poison, inflamed bite. Uh, mm, I think, uh, especially after how Yaratar sp spoke and is seemingly encouraging them away, and Renium's already you know showed that they have magic, so Renium. <sighs> inhales deeply and extends a hand out to the Yarta right next to them and chants as a violet energy starts to flow across their chest and their eyes glow just a bit and their hand then gathers that glow and they send it into Yartar as they cast Soothe on Yartar. Mm. Spells... Soothe. Oh, max healing, 14. So the violet energy just like surges a bit over your wounds. And Does that remove any conditions? or It does not. Okay, okay. But if uh, any mental effects come up, you'll get a plus two status bonus. Spiders are known for oh. their mental effects. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you take the occult healing you can get. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. But Yarator, you've never seen Renium do anything like this at all, and all of a sudden, no. they're using magic. Like what? Okay, I mean, I'm, it's it's the heat of combat. There are spiders everywhere. I'm not going to sit here and and start asking questions. Uh, is it is it my turn? It is not. So Renium has one more action. Okay. Yeah, and Renium uses it to back off further. They are starting to, like, back away. They're keeping their eyes on Yaratar and the other spiders. But they are starting to feel a little concerned with the growing number of spiders and the way this is progressing. <sighs> yes, indeed. In fact, that efficient hunting spider that Yaratar was able to just bullseye right in the carapace is going to continue to go after him. It will spend an action to stride up, and then it is going to bite you. 
Gotta run out of spiders eventually. Do I make a fort save when it's done? Oh, because of the poison? Yeah. Or is it a one shot that's not going to continue? Let's do, I like at the end of their turn, because if they poison okay. you more, then I can bump up. <laughs> oh, I can bump oh, it up a bit more. Yeah, no, it seems it seems worse, and therefore I like sure. it better. Oh, that's a, certainly a hit. All right, so it scuttles up to you and bites you for eight points of piercing damage. Give me another <laughs> fortitude save. And Ren, Renium just yells, you need to hide. You can hide. You can get away. Oh, yeah. What? And let you get to the sap all to yourself? Never. The sap, this is going to get you killed. Fail. Three Pretty points much. of poison damage. And you are clumsy and flat-footed. I fell for that. I would be the sap. <laughs> oh, I get it. You, I think Steven should get a hero point. You know what? Mm. I'm going to give it to him. Oh, baby. Wow. Being a player character is fun. Yeah. I, I can easily be convinced to give people hero points, but no more than eh, one, once an hour. That, that was a good what? one. That was not a joke that I foresaw coming. I know. That was really nice. Wow. You know what? I don't know if I've ever played a Pathfinder 2 character. Now I'm thinking about it. Ever. Oh. I mean, I played monsters trillions of times and NPCs. Pretty good, though. Pretty All fun. Right. It's not bad. Well, the spider is going to take a big old chunk with another uh, another big bite. Let's see if it does it. I'm delicious. You are. Oh, 15 on die, 21. That's a hit. Because your armor class is so low. The poison so is seeping in. Things are going really, really bad. They're going to take more damage. Three points. Or seven points. Plus four. Seven points, sorry. I looked at the die, it was a three. Oh, but I forgot about the plus four. Seven points of damage on another fortitude save. Uh -huh. Are you still up? Yes, thanks to the heal I got before. Oh no. Get rid of oh. both of those things. You just Wow. Yarder flux flexes his like little gnome triceps and uh, the poison just right. squirts out of the wounds and you're fine. That was disgusting. I put my th thumb on my mouth and I blow. <laughs> That's right. And squirt. <laughs> and it comes out your ears. Uh, but you're able to get rid yeah. of all the all the poison. Your, your incredible fortitude. Perhaps it is lingering violet energy swirling around in oh. in the injuries on your body. But oh, yet you maybe. survive. Speaking of Yarder, you are up. Staring face to face with a spider that may murder you. All right, I'm going to cast Tanglefoot as part of my innate gnominess, my gnome foresty, like a, like I'm definitely from a weird part of this forest, and that is weird. Uh, Are you from the south side? Is that what you're trying to say? To be fair, Ridwand is southeast of the Usquid. You know what? I was just having a conversation about this. South side Chicago scary part. Southside Manhattan, oh, wow. scary part. Everything that's in the south, south south part of Pittsburgh, scary. Why is the south the scary part? I don't know, but it seems like maybe you're from, from the north, if that worries you. Hmm. I tried to tangle foot this spider, but I don't think it worked. No, it critically... <laughs> 
Well, Jiggly. you did a, you did a spell attack, but I think this one is actually... Uh, is it an attack? I thought this one was a... It's a spell, a attack. spell attack. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tanglefoot's a spell attack. Yeah. I don't have a great spell attack, but I want to be try my little magic before I die. And then I... Yeah, you you fling a little gnomish magic and it just misses totally. I I get the hell out of here. There is a squirrel that's like running away and freaking out, and you do tingle that squirrel though, so that's good. Alright, good. Eat the squirrel. Don't you wish you had a tree to protect you? I do. I do. Eh. <laughs> well, if you come next to my tree, it can protect you. It protects allies. Oh For wait. For one whole point of damage. Oh wait. Woo! Uh, I don't know if I consider you an ally. Oh. You better. Wow. See? This is why Renium slash Alteron does not trust druids. <laughs> mm-hmm. After Yarder is the spider swarm, which is dead, but I need Sonomus to make me another no! fortitude save. I refuse. Meanwhile. What was that? That was a terrible roll. <laughs> But it was it was good enough. 14, 16, yay! Yeah, so you're back to stage one. You only take one poison damage, uh, but you're still in feeble oh. one. Not bad. Almost got rid of it. It ain't no nat 20. Eliade Fur, you are toe-to-toe with a commanding hunting spider. Kill that spider! Uh, get over here and get me out of here! Yeah, I'm just gonna... Let's just do it. Let's just... I only do one thing. Power attack! Oh my god. <laughs> I hope you shout it with your weird smoke. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I watch this. Oh, baby. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Oh, my gosh. What? It was a crit? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, it was not a crit. Oh. Oh, sorry, Vanessa. I, I saw 28 and I got excited. I know you got all excited, but no, no, 28 is not a crit. It's a hit by nine. It's very close to a crit. I was excited. Oh, so close. Oh. All right, let me push the regular damage button. Yes, please. Push the regular damage to a regular person. Also not bad. Oh, still pretty good. 17 points of damage. Damn. Oh, but still super high. Murdered one shot. Just splattered it. Oh, my God. You can hear the sound of the spider go crunch as its carapace just shatters under the might of your arm slash heavy pick. I'm impressed. That was really good. Anonymous Rex is not impressed by these spiders. I'm impressed. That was really that was wicked. Are we down? Can we get no. the sap and go? There's still there's still a spider and you have That's not the retrieved the sap. Eliati, you have one action left. What would you like to do? Get over uh, here. Get me out of this thing. Oh, kill the spider. Kill the spider. Master says kill the spider. I kill the spider. I'll move over to the spider. I don't like the trees moving. Sorry, I was trying to get out of the way of this one. <laughs> that tree comes to life and kills you. Great. And now evil with tree ants. Weirder things have happened. Well, plants. Plants in general plants. are the worst. I see a plant going. If I see right. a plant, I'm running. Yeah, that's right. That's Sonomous right. Pant, you are up. You are still immobilized. You are still poisoned. Oh. Uh, pish posh. What do I need to do to get out of this this sticky situation? You need to escape. So that is generally an unarmed strike. <laughs> yes. Mm. 
May I? Do is get out. May I survival it? You know, I yeah, I'll I'll allow it. That sounds fine. Ah, so you can use the shears and like cut away at it or something, and I shear it. Oh, baby, that's funny. Well, that certainly works. That certainly works. I don't know what I did, but I'm free. All right, cool. Well, that was one action, and you got two more left. Oh, baby. I got the tree next to me. I got to stay near my friend, the tree. I'm in bad, bad shape, so it's time for the two-action heal. That's right. Two-action heal, baby. Very nice. Oh, Oh, baby. You rolled a one. That's still a nine, because it's two actions. That's true. And I don't have that many hit points, so I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Back to full. Back to full. Very good. That's all fun. right. Uh, that is all three of your actions. That's right. We are back in round four at the top of the order. Rinium, you are up. Rinium looks around for other spiders. Yeah. Make, make a perception check. Uh, yeah. Do a, Yeah. Make a perception check see to see if seek. there's anything else. Yeah. Where are we? Okay. And you can roll it out in the open and we'll just we'll just see what I'm you just, get. I'm just waiting for the Goliath spider. Where's Question eight. You look around and you do have a bad feeling. You don't see anything specifically, but you have a bad feeling and a cloud like you're in a clearing, so the sun is coming in pretty well here, but a cloud goes over the sun and everything starts to feel dark and ominous and And that's the spider. There is something It's falling out of the sky. Vanessa, you you'll, you have to say that one over because in Nadal the sun does not shine at all. It's like it's like heavily Always dark, grayish. You know, gray. Oh, it's like yeah. Pittsburgh. You can see the sky. Yeah. Okay. I'll just imagine Pittsburgh or Seattle. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. So yeah, so there's like there's like a a, a dull glow of light. It's not as dark as it would normally be within the tree canopies, but. All of a sudden, something happens, and it seems to get darker, and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. And even though you don't see another threat, you get the the inkling, the feeling that something terrible is about to happen. That things are about to get much, much worse. I think there are more. I, I, I can feel something, and Ataran then just looks at the uh, one spider that Eliadi is over at, and Renium chants, Erulavodic! throwing a large piece of fallen timber at it. Gesundheit! For a 26. Ooh, very good. Yeah, it, Finish it, it off. Timber hits the thing directly with a sickening crunch. Six points of damage. Alright, the spider is still alive. It bounced off of it and snapped one of its legs into two, and it now dingles there uselessly, but the other seven legs are keeping it in motion. Next, it is that spider's turn, and it is going to go for Eliati Fur. Let's see if you can take as good as you give. Probably not. Biting time. First bite. Ooh, 13 on die. 24. That hits ya. It crunches into your spiny little pine carapace, a little, little tiny doll body for 10 points of piercing damage that's a huge amount of damage at level one it's a huge amount yes it is and give me a fortitude save sure do you want to throw up the spider thing and i'll click the button sure Boop. oof a five on the die they all 
Uh, I might as well hero point it. Who cares? Oh, 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 oh. oh no, I'll let you. That's fine. Ooh, that was a bad poison. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're looking oh, at. Another oh, five. another five. Cool. Oh. So you're going to take the nine points of poison damage. And you okay. are now flat footed. Sure, so I took 19 damage in one turn. Yep, yep, you sure did. Oof. Ouch. Next, it's going to use its web on you to try and keep you there. I must point out this is a ranged attack. Hint, hint, little fighter. Oh, yeah. Attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Opportunity. Oh, you have <laughs> it. Oh, don't worry. I just nat uh, one it. Oh. Oh, fantastic. The dice have had enough with me. Only an 11, and you're flat-footed, but it still misses by two. Oh, I'm glad I've got hardened bark Ooh. that resembles butt mail. Sure does. So it spits the web, and you swing at it, but because you're dodging this web, you miss terribly, and the pick gets stuck in the ground, and I got one more action. You know, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna just... I'm gonna bite you. This is, this is a, a map minus 10 attack, but I rolled a 16, and I just hit your armor class. 17 total. Oh. Because you're flat-footed, it deals damage. It kind of doesn't matter what this number is. Six points, you were, mm. you were going down. Oh, hey. Apparently I'm at zero hit points. <laughs> what? Look at that. Get yeah. up, you slacker! No, even before the six. I'm surprised it didn't do anything. It should. Yeah, I'm not sure. It should automatically give you dying, which gives you all the associated conditions. So, so you're now... Dying one, except you need to make a fortitude save, and you better hope that this passes. Roll raggy. You mean to throw the skill back up? Yeah, sure. There you go. I mean, no, the dice gave up on me. I'm not expecting to pass this one. Fail. Dying two. Ooh. Yarder. You're up. You're badly, badly injured by <sighs> these monstrous spiders. What would you like to do? Uh. Renium well, looks take... sideways at you, eyes wide, as Eliati goes down and goes, You need to run. Ugh. I'll take a shot at the spider first. Sounds reasonable. Uh, target, uh, uh, hunted prey? One. Oh, no, he already is my hunted prey. He is, yep. That uh, is not the first attack on my. Uh, it is the first attack in this round. And first weapon strike this round. Here we go. Oof. And then I would like to. Miss. Move. Sails overhead, lands in the dirt uselessly. Go and then take the nettles from the branch. All right, so run up and grab them. So go ahead and grab yeah. one, if you can, one of the, the grave root. You're done. It's the Daring Spider Swarm, which is dead, but that means Sodomous Pant gets to make another saving throw. What? Yeah, you're still enfeebled. You just got the poison. Let me pull it up for you. Oh, that's fine. I'll just take it. Oh, and you pass. And the poison finally leaves your body. Yeah. Poison was scared of me. Eliade Fur, you're up. Yeah, here's a D20. Oh, you go. Actually, wait, hold on. I forgot. You have to switch to before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That didn't count. Okay. Even though you definitely didn't succeed and we don't care. So, yeah, you. I'm going to move you. Thank you. Shoot, where was, where was he? I'm up. Thank Sonimus. you. Sonimus Pant. Sonimus Pant? Oh, Fully healed. Fleshy mm. dead, protecting me as they should. Right. Plant next to me, still alive, protecting me 
underling took the sap. I see no reason to stay here. Vamos! Where's the nearest exit? You came from the west, so west is back toward your camp. Oh, west it is! So for those listening at home, that was a low encounter followed by a severe encounter. So that was severe? I'm fine. The, the, two, the two big spiders were, yeah. I want to see an extreme. Oh, you do, huh? Okay. We just got some bad luck on those two big spiders or we would have killed them. A little bit. I run up to Ren. Ready! Let's go! Vamos! We got what we need! Hurry up in the rear with the gear! Bring the sappy, sticky stuff! Afer! Stay where you are and distract the spider! I'll bring you back alive! I'll make a new body for your spirit! Alright. What's my speed? Probably 25. Get out of here! Two more move actions. That sound good. Run away! <laughs> That's what I'll do it. Ren cool. is looking around nervously. Hmm. And what is he going to do? Renium looks to Yartor and to Sonomis and glances over to Fallen Elioti. I... Oh, actually. Yeah. We're at the top of the order on we round are. five. A meteor comes out of the sky and kills everyone. From right in front of Sonomous Pant. <laughs> Come on! Right I've seen in that. Right That's in the sides of the map. It was behind a bush. Uh, comes what? a very what large. What is that? What is? I'll tell you what it is. This this creature that looks like a large monstrous spider, a spider the size of a horse, comes out from a thick patch of bushes and foliage and crawls out but this is no living spider this spider has holes all over its dented and cracked carapace uh -oh. somehow holding it together as it shambles forward at an alarming rate and there are tiny spiders climbing in and all over it as it is swarmed with these little these little insects that just is it moving it is it on its own volition what is going on with this thing but it climbs out right in front of Sonoma's pant i actually meant to go east oh well you went where you went oh you're on the two you're on the two i did oh that's a crappy roll it is but it still goes before you so you know what so, because uh, <laughs> it, it has a 12 and you have a 12 and it goes first. I think I have a feat here that makes me break ties. Uh, if you do, you let me know. Renium, you see this thing coming out right where Sonomus is. What would you like to do? There is still one hunting spider alive. Save me! <laughs> uh, Ren Renium was already looking around. I, 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 can't, I can't go now. Get, get away from that thing. The and coast is clear over here. Trust me. And as Renium sees that larger spider come out there, violet eyes go wide, and they glance to the spider that's closer, and then they glare at it as they activate their evil eye. Ooh. What? Yeah. So it has to make a DC 17 will save. Uh, you got it. I just realized you never had a you never had a specific thing for evil eye. You just say evil eye. You know that? Oh, interesting. Just glare at them. Yeah, mm. I winks purple a moment. Fail. All right, it is frightened one, and Renium starts backing up. Freaking out that Spider Man, not Spider Man, Spider comma Man. 
Jim Spiderman. Renium backs up 50 <laughs> feet closer to the rock and definitely away from the direction of where the Shades base camp is and away from that large spider and everything else that they've known. Yep, just running for it. Uh, next, Eliotti Fur, uh, make make your make your flat check not to die. Oh, a two. Twenty. I mean, we know how this is meant to go down. You're dying three. Yeah, apparently the dice know. All right, it's the big scary hunting spider. It decides to descend on the easy prey now that it sees an ally nearby and moves towards Sonoma's pant. At least uh, it's a little frightened of us in this direction. <laughs> uh huh. So it moves pretty close, but not close enough to quite get you. And it's gonna it's gonna spit some some webbing at you because you liked it so much before. And let's see, it hits you right on the nose. Eighteen. Literally on the nose. You are immobilized, Sonimus Pant. The legend of Sonimus Pant may not continue on. The hunting spider slowly creeps up as if savoring the meal it is about to have. Wait, did it just attack me? No. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, it attacked you with webs. Webbed. Ah, web. It moved I up do. to you, it spit webs at you and immobilized you, and now it is creeping up to you, getting ready to strike. Yarter of Ridwan. You are hurt. You have a handful of sticky, sappy nettles. What would you like to do? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to move. Uh, let me see. And then 25. Run, run, run. And he also runs. <laughs> All right. And he like tries to do a wide sort of. Yeah, around the you know, scary spiders. Yeah. Sort of back to the northwest toward the yeah. the Shades camp. Yep, yep. I guess. Yeah. Circle around. And then that's when this creature slowly lumbers out of the bush. Does it even move like a spider or is it more like. The leg sort of like it looks like it's like hovering on like a carpet of no other no it's small... still it's still taking steps but it doesn't have the grace that a spider has as it moves uh, along okay. it's it lumbers quickly but sort of haphazard yeah, like haphazard. the legs aren't in a time right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. I'm gonna tell you your characters may not know this but you sure do this is a death web spider. Ooh. A death web is an undead creature that's born from the corpse of uh, a dead spider filled with this, its own swarms that eat it. And it gets animated by this horrible process and, and often created on purpose by, I don't know, evil druids. And it comes out and it decides to just strike with its mandibles, just slowly relishing its dinner. Nom, 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 nom. 16 on die, critical hit. I know. On Sonomous Pant. Oh, my AC is 18. You miss. I rolled a 29. Tw 29. Oh, you know. Audience doesn't know that when you say uh, 16 on die. Yeah. You got it. Oh, look at that. That was terrible damage. Terrible it was really damage. terrible. It's only 16 points of damage. So oh, take 16 geez. points of damage. Oh, and make me a fortitude save, please. No. Yes, please. No. It injects antimatter into you. Ah, oh, fine. What am I doing? Fortitude. Uh-huh. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, oh no. The dice one hated us. You know, I have a hero point. I'm spending it. Okay. <laughs> this is the right time. Ah, 21. Not enough. <laughs> 21. Ah, uh, that's still a fail. Oh, come on. 
it is? D- death web. All right, you're going to take two points of poison damage oh, so in your so enfeebled one. Oh, I'm dead. Yay! Oh. It just comes up and just snaps you almost in two. You got to put enfeebled on there. Ren looks horrified. Yeah, it's bad. It's got another action, and here's the thing. It's got a couple other abilities that honestly don't matter because you're going to die anyway. It has one called Infestation. Everything within five Do feet it. of it. Oh, no. Is It just gets chewed up by this. Hold on. Now, the attack it actually used is called Swarming Gnaw, where it strikes and then immediately gets to effect, infect you with Infestation. So it bites you, and then spiders start to crawl all over you. Uh, which deal persistent piercing damage as they swarm over you and bite you constantly, these little spiders. Even if you leave its area, the spiders continue to bite you. These are the things I put in the backgrounds of my characters. No, no matter what character, yep. there's always a death wish. It's spider. just terrible things all the time. <laughs> as Renium runs to the east... And Yarder of Ridwin runs to the northwest, back around to the Shades of Usquid camp. The sounds of snapping bone and rending flesh can be heard as their companion meets a grisly fate. Trees, cobwebs, just flash by in an instant as fast as the teen can run. Further, further from the horrible mess, further from the horrors of the Usquid. And finally... I would think it sounds like Rice Krispies in milk, like the popping of tiny, tiny, tiny mouths mm-hmm. eating him. Oh, wait, am I dead? Oh, yeah, you're super dead. Super dead. Oh, man. As the teen flees through the woods, they catch a glimpse of the raven uh, who flies in front of them, showing them the way through. Finally, the teen sees shafts of light at the edge of the forest past the tree canopy. They race as fast as they can. All at once, their foot catches on something, and they go flying through the air. A sharp pain in their skull, and then darkness. The darkness and silence is first pierced by the sound of voices speaking, then by a small amount of light as the teen dares to peek at their surroundings. He'll live, but he might need to stay off his feet for a day or two. Looks like this kid's got a little bit of a head wound, knocked him silly, but other than that, it's just... Scrapes and bruises, he'll be fine. I found him near the edge of the woods, near the Deathweb territory. I uh, bound whatever injuries I could quickly, and he's definitely banged up. He looks like he hasn't eaten in a while. You know, maybe, uh, you know, someone... I'm not sure where he's from, though. You see a large human man. Appears to be dressed like a ranger, but obviously is also a rancher. He goes by the name of Vod Atron, the head of the Atron ranches in northern Nadal. He looks over the boy, clearly sees that he's been attacked by spiders, and immediately feels a little bit for him, knowing that he's lucky to still be alive. Looks over to the medic and says, Do you think he'll live? Do you think he'll be able to pull his weight? I feel for him, but we also have to keep our priorities straight well he'll be just fine but i don't know that we can take on another ranch hand right now especially if somebody comes looking for him Mm. vad looks over the boy sort of pats him down seeing if he has any injuries or 
any tools or implements on him other than a raven making a racket above this boy Vade seems to be satisfied this boy doesn't seem to have any tools on him nothing nefarious no Zon Kuthan implements I imagine that he could be of worth looks like he's gonna grow up big and strong heal him see if we can put him to work uh, 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 and Ren slowly opens his eyes. Uh, um, where, where am I? You're at the Atron Ranch. I found you on the edge of the woods. And, uh, this, my character is a, is a ranger. He's dressed for clearly long stays in, in the wilderness. But he doesn't look like he's angry or upset, or he just looks stoic and... He did his job. Uh, um, thank you. Um, could could I have some water, please? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Um, thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I uh, I don't remember exactly what happened. I, I, I think I twisted my ankle too. I think I tripped. It hurts. Hmm. Who are you? Um. Uh, I, I don't... I don't know, I hurt my head when I fell. I can't... I can't remember my, my name? Um... Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, I, it's okay. It's okay. Renium starts to, like, shift like they're trying to sit up. It's alright. These things... They happen from time to time. Looks like you were bitten by a spider. Or at least we're in a scuffle with some. I see marks and webs on your clothing, and this area is rife with them. You're lucky to have survived. Is this bird yours? Seems to be taking an awful careful watch of you. Oh, yes, um, Chilogosh, yes. Chilogosh is my friend, yes. Friends with birds, huh? Uh, <laughs> you, you, um... Yes, I take what I could get, and Chilokosh has been a close companion for many years now. So would you say you're good with animals? you have a bond with them? Um, no, <laughs> I'm not, but I am talented in alchemy and could um, fix many of your, maybe your fences, your tack bridles here on the ranch. I could help there. Um, but, uh, no, unfortunately, not much skill with animals, no. And I can, I can cook, I could help there too, but, um, alchemically, like if you need, um, things for disease or poisons, I am ready. I, I could help there. Hmm, that's very helpful, especially how close we are to these spider-ridden woods. We could always use more supplies. Who are your parents? Where do you come from? I, I don't really know. I've been in the Uskwood all my life. Hmm. Is someone going to be looking for you? I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure anyone would care or not. Well, I can't just leave you here. You seem harmless enough. All right. Medic, take care of him. How long will you think he needs? Oh, should be two days at the worst of it. He should be back on his feet in no time. Th thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Well, don't thank me yet. As soon as she clears you for work, 
I'm going to put you to work. Understood, sir. Thank you. We drift out an open window and up into the sky, and then look down later on the sea. Years later, looking at the shining water, gulls screaming in the distance, and that shining sun bright enough to blind. And on the docks near the Otteron Ranch, a tall and lanky young man stands with an older man, waiting for permission to travel on a small, swift sailing ship. I've never been on a ship before. Uh, this is going to be... I, I, I'm ready to go, but I guess I'm... And I hate to admit it's a little scared to have to say goodbye to. This is no home for you. You're not a rancher. Sure, you're good at alchemy and you pull your weight. But I can tell that you were made for something else. You would find this life boring, tedious. You need to explore the world. This is no place for you. I'm sure the people you came from will eventually look for you and find you. And I don't think you're going to fit in with them at all. No, it, it is best I leave. I do not want them coming here and finding me with you. I do not know what they would do, and I will not bring that upon you. It, you have more important things than many good people here. I do not wish to endanger them. It is best I leave. I've, I've heard good things, on, and I, I appreciate that I have been able to learn a bit about them here, especially what has been happening in Kentago and some of the other lands. I, I will be good good to explore. I will just... I will, I will miss you. Uh, thank you, Vade. Thank you very much. Well, don't thank me yet. I still have a few more lessons to teach you, kid. This is going to be the toughest one of all. Saying goodbye. Good. Yes, goodbye is hardest, I suppose. I should start with... Um, is, is that the captain there? Indeed it is. Captain Brianhorn, I presume? Aye. That's what they call me. So, let's see here. You must be Vade and... Oh... Who's this one? Um, and Renium kind of glances back over the ranch and the greens and some of the hills here on the northern part of Nadal and turns back and smiles. My name is Ataran. It is a pleasure to meet you, Captain. Aye, that it is. So, you're looking for some sailing aboard me ship, eh? Yes, I, I will be happy to help cook for your crew. I can mend the ship and mend yourselves, and I have a bit of magical talent, should there be trouble. Oh, and this is Chila Ghosh. Chila Ghosh will be sailing with us, too. Well, we're not used to ferrying passengers around. You see, our fleet is typically just for sailing items from port to port. But I think that we could use another set of hands around here. That should do quite well. You don't seem like you have many bags with you. No, just, um, I have a few herbs that I've collected and a bit of my tools, thankfully from Vade and a few others that I can use to help with the ship. Again, thank you. It will be good to explore, and I am happy to uh, learn of some of these goods you are carrying. It will be good for me to understand better what's out there. 
All goods on that we sell are totally legitimate. You have our guarantee at that. Okay, that that is good to know. And Atron looks around a little like, mm, am I supposed to believe that or not? <laughs> uh, Captain, we need to set sail if we're going to catch this wind. I well, say your last goodbyes and let's be on our way. Uh, Vade, again, thank you. Thank you, family. I, you have saved my life, literally, and now I want to make sure that I do not bring danger to your lives. I, I will not return to you, but I, I am sad to say goodbye. And so it was that Ataron, Witch of the Uskwood, would leave Nadal to seek their fate in parts unknown. Chilugosh, maybe... Maybe you take a quick fly up to the uh, crow's nest. We call it Raven's Nest instead, yeah? For a moment, there is no sound but the crackling of the campfire. No movement except for the dancing of the firelight across the circus performers' faces. And so I, I sailed for her. Well, we went to Contago first, and they had recently broken off the change of the Chelish, and I went to the Shackles. I went to many, many ports. I did not learn all the names, but met many people. I learned of many goods, some not so legitimate, but that allowed me to pick up a bit of uh, magical knowledge too, magical item crafting, and then I found all of you here, thankfully. But uh, I'm afraid that is why I do not have many answers. I, I did learn a bit more from some of the ranchers about the words and the feats that it is said the hags performed and a night hag in particular and her dark manipulations and corruptions <sighs> I I grew worried considering some of the rumors and now I'm afraid she has followed us here does that mean that she wants you back uh, I don't know uh, maybe, maybe now, maybe now I seem valuable because of my magical skill. I do not know. Whatever happened to your friend Yarder? I don't know. I want to believe he was trusting, but I could not show my face again after I was casting spells and uh, let alone using healing magic with not the ways of Zonkuthan. But, I mean, magic is useful. Who cares where it comes from? I, I thought druids were practical, if nothing else. Some are, some aren't. The shades are Just not. Like everyone else. The shades uh. are heavily influenced by Zonkuthan's teachings. Although, they are certainly not comfortable with the undeath allowed to now move through the capital. But that is a political struggle. Well, thank you for telling us this. Yeah, I hope some of it can be helpful. What happens... What happens when we face this night hag and she is your mother? Even if she was not my mother, I would give her the opportunity for choice, for change. Nocticula is a being of redemption and has granted that to many, even a rune lord. I will offer this. And if so, she chooses violence, violence she will have. But I do think either way, it is good we find this hearthstone and have it. <laughs> Maybe it will encourage a bit more mm, introspection. I am 
considering the deaths she has brought to these lands. Either way, she would have to be held accountable. Something tells me she is not in a redemptive personality type. I would not expect much from a fiend, but again, Nocticula, she was once a fiend. Now she huh. is a goddess and grants redemption and protection to those under the moon and stars. Uh, I, I worry about giving a creature like that an opening to do something while we wait for it to contemplate its fate, but... I know. If that's what you want, I'll stay my hand until until you're sure. Maybe we should subdue it and ask it after. Yes, I... I well, there's a plan. I'm not above that, but uh, I'm afraid I don't have high hopes. I'm also a little concerned my emotions will get a hold of me. If there's one thing I can usually count on, it's my somewhat training with the shades of the Uskwood and the mental struggles sometimes because both physical and mental pain and challenge are a way of showing your survival under Zonkuthan's teachings but even my emotions get away from me as unfortunately we have seen Hap what do you think? Well the last few bad guys that we tried to talk to it didn't go too well if we get the chance to put her down, we might just have to do it. I know. I, I do not want to show her favoritism because she might be my mother. Although, I will say, if rumors are true, she let me live. I was not born the female changeling that she wanted. Although all I ever constantly heard was I was not man enough, and it only grew worse on some of the ships, which is why I decided I am just me. I am they. I am them. I am Ataran. I am... This is my name. This is me now. Nothing before, and your expectations do not matter. So, I will not be swayed simply by the past. She did not raise or protect me either. Okay. Well, I suppose I'll just have to see what happens when we do find this night hag. But for now, it is getting late, and you all should probably get some rest. I'll keep watch as usual. And Alhara looks up at the iron stone orbiting her head. Thank you, Alhara. Thank you all. It is important you know I consider you my family now, as I have said. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Chila Gosh's, I feel, is my... My, my weird aunt. I do wish you feed him more than just scrolls sometimes. Mm. I, I, I give a bit of this and that. You think everything I collect is just for potions? Yes. Mm. I hope so. You're not feeding him like shavings of monster teeth, are you? No. You... What does Chilagosh eat besides scrolls? A little of this and a little of that. I mean, Chilagosh is a bastion of occult energy, a conduit to the power of Nocticula, so Chilagosh can eat whatever they want. Hmm. Alright. Sleep well. Try not to have nightmares. Get some rest. I'll watch over y'all. You've been listening to Roll for Combat Three Ring Adventure A Pathfinder Actual Play Podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. 
You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs>